0: And I think that's kind of, like, what I was going for is, like, you listen to it, and it's very easy to kind of zone out, very easy to kind of, like, put yourself in a in a different place. It's kind of what I was doing when I was writing. I wasn't in a super good place mentally, and I wanted to put out
1: something that was extremely chill sure. and calm because I wasn't. Instead of leaning into the darkness. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of the people who listened to that conversation, I hope you enjoyed it. (coughs) I hope you enjoyed it. (laughs) Thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, welcome. Please feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. Cheers, my friends. Cheers. It is a lovely Sunday. We're in like mid-December right now at the time of recording. It's probably January now, whenever people on the internet are watching it's and or outside. listening to this. it's beautiful. Yeah, it's so, been very lovely colorful. and gray outside. So shout outs to that and shout outs to my friends that are sitting here today. This would be directly to my Is this left on the camera? (laughs) Left, Richie and Mike of the band Flower Crown. Make some noise for the internet. I like the claps. The claps are good. It's a studio audience. (laughs) Studio audience, brah. So for those of you out there that aren't familiar with Flower Crown, why don't you two tell me a little bit about the history of the band?
0: Well, um, I started the band in my basement in when I lived in Erie <laughs> in about 2016. Um just as a side project, just a fun thing to do. I was playing in another band and just wanted to make some sunny tunes hanging out at Lake Erie. You know, the beautiful beaches of Lake Erie. Lots of dead fish. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of dead fish. No, it was it was so I wanted to make something sunny. You know, the winters were pretty bad up there, so
1: it's so funny to think about like, you know, living in an area like Erie that's not like you know, it's not a beach town. No it's not ocean city. Yeah. But uh you think a lot of times bands that come out of that area, you know, I know a lot of like heavier bands Straight that come out of that hardcore. area oh, yeah. and like thinking about like, Oh no, I wanna do something that speaks to the complete opposite <laughs> of where I am yeah. living. It's like, yeah, it's awesome. That's it all was-
2: there was there for like a long time was just it was the hardcore scene. yeah he's from here yeah yeah i grew up there so yeah it was it was literally like well you can go get your ass kicked to a show (laughs) (laughs) or you could go just drink vodka at the beach and Uh and just see how your day goes but yeah yeah.
0: and uh so put out an ep uh online it was released through a friend's uh label in cleveland called flowerpot records yeah shout out west and uh (laughs) then we uh of picked up some steam online and i was like oh shit i, I should probably like keep doing this you know? hell yeah and so uh by the time i moved we moved down here to pittsburgh in like 2016 and uh i worked on a, a full-length record with uh our my buddy aaron mook he was uh he started the band with me and uh we ended up putting out a record in 2017 called glow and that one got even more did even more well, and I just kind of watched. Uh, to be clear, up to this point, I've just been watching. <laughs> yeah. So, so, like so watch. we, uh, so at that point, it was just two of us. We never played shows. Um, started getting show offers. Uh, a couple of the guys in the band I was in at the time. I was like, Hey, do you want to, you know, play some shows with you know fill in? And they were like, Yeah, sure. We were in between records, so um, we played a couple of shows with a, a band called Barlow, who also he- or live here. In Pittsburgh now they're from Erie, yes. And uh, then took a little time off, um, and then they started. uh I think you had them on here, Freeman Mantle. Yeah, I've heard yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah I used to be in that. <laughs> <band>. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. I used to sing in. uh Okay, and then yeah, we're, right. we're still homies. Um, it, when I put out that second LP, it started doing really well online, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna just kind of pursue this, and uh, so I. Just put together a full band. He kept like casually like we <laughs> we'd be like drinking, he'd be like, I don't know
2: man, like you know, if you ever want to play guitar for something, you know, like I've been thinking about like making flower ground kind a of full and I was like, Yes, I'll do that, you know, just let me in. and it was like I don't even know how many times that he brought it up. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and and so I was just sitting around. I'm like, yeah, Casual. I haven't uh, played in a band since my shitty hardcore band in high school. So like, I'm ready to do something again. And I think I cornered you when we when we went to New York. I was just like, what's going
0: on? Like, yeah, what yeah. We, yeah. Doing? we took a spontaneous yeah. trip to New York City just for fun and. It was romantic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We just had, you know, a couple of guys hanging out in a car for a long time. You went well, you know, get to
2: talking. You were trying to. He was trying to buy this fucking uh, sun.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I play also play in a doom metal band, so I like we. It was a real quick, funny story. Is that I was looking on. I'm a Craigslist guy. I okay. find all the deals. Hell yeah. Everything I have is used, but you know I find the good deals. And uh, so I was. I found a six by twelve sun cabinet from the sixties. Um, on sale here in Pittsburgh and I'm like talking to this guy and I'm like, Hey, I get paid at the end of the week, like wait for me. And he's like, if it sells before then, you know, it sells. And I was like, fair. And uh, he was like, you want to go to, you want to go to New York city this weekend? And I was like, I'm, I'm going to wait. Cause I might get this, this cab. And sure enough, it sells. I'm going to New York city. We're just chilling in New York city. I'm on Craigslist again. Cause that's what I do. And I see the same one for cheaper. And I was like,
1: what are we doing today we got plans today in the area yeah yeah yeah. that's so killer it
0: was about about 40 minutes north of the city yeah not too bad you know and uh so we were like we didn't have anything to do that day just really hung over just gotta drive through we drove uh, we drove up uh we drove up north uh, of new york city go to this guy's house um (laughs) same day hit him up come through and uh so i'm it's like a man it was like a it was was
2: like a nice place. a a bougie like mansion type house like, like like lake shore looking yeah. area and this kid
0: just, this like pop punk looking kid comes yeah. out and he and he's like come on in i walk into his house and he's just got like a wall of vintage amps and i was like damn dude like he's like i was like what band are you playing and was, <laughs> it was like some band called like locals only or something like that okay and uh so I, I i buy it off him i was like i buy it and he's like so what are you doing He we you know get to talk and we're like we're from pittsburgh and he's like uh no shit i just bought this in pittsburgh And I was like, what? (laughs) Wait, who? Yeah. He was like, I just bought this in Pittsburgh like Thursday. And he was like, and I I just figured I don't want it. So I was like, holy shit, that's the same one. Yeah. (laughs) And I got it for 50 bucks cheaper, so – I'm happy with it. (laughs) Yeah, so I brought that home. I know. Yeah, wow. It it was supposed to be mine. The crazier part is that it just fit
2: perfectly in the back of my Honda Civic. Yeah, it's It's funny funny. because it's
0: not like I couldn't fit a 4x12 cab in like my Prius, you know, but this is a 6x12 and it's like thinner, um, but just tall, but it fits right in. You know, it's wild. (laughs)
1: <laughs> that's so funny, and I, and I love stories like that because no matter what, I'm sure anytime you're like loading that fucking thing or <laughs> plugging it in, part of your brain thinks yep. about that story. Yep. It's going to stick with you forever. Yep. A good it was trip.
0: supposed to be mine. You know?
2: Yeah, It was meant to be. And that be. new Sleep album had just come yeah, out that day. It was 420. It was, it was 420, and the new Sleep <laughs> album <laughs> came
0: out. It was on 420. God bless. That yeah. Sleep album came out. We were just like <laughs> – We threw it on <laughs> with the Honda up. in sicko mode. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> – cruising down we made we picked mm-hmm. up we did a side quest mm-hmm. picked it up completed it and we celebrate we, we had to like we went to bed style our, our buddies were live there and they lived on like the third floor yeah so we had to carry this fucking thing up three flights of stairs
2: like an into new york apartment it's oh, like, yeah. here's a kitchen that is also kind of the living room and the rest of the place is a hallway
0: yeah so we're just, just, need like, to store we're just this. gonna
2: block your yeah we need to store place.
0: the the amp up there and yeah. uh, but it was during that trip that things kind of catalyzed. Yeah. And we, we, uh, his roommate Chris, uh, b- old buddy mine too, he plays bass. And then we brought Zach Bronder in on keys and vocals. He plays in Batzoopole. And I know that guy. Yeah.
1: What a guy. Everybody knows Oh that <laughs> Yeah.
0: Zach's in about like 10 bands, you know. Um, but, uh, then we have John Sampson on the drums. He, he's an old buddy, uh, from where I'm from, Bradford, PA, middle of nowhere. Um, but it's funny because when I moved to Erie, he lived there and went to school and he was always like, we should play, you know, we should jam. And I was like, yeah, yeah, we'll jam. <laughs> you know how people say, Hey man, yeah, we should jam. jam, like we got jam. He wanted to jam when we were in Bradford. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then <laughs> when we moved to Erie. We should jam. I was like, yeah, okay, whatever.
1: I have to spend all this time being in another bands. They're going <laughs> to being in bands that are going to break up eventually before yeah, yeah, we actually yeah. just, fucking and then, start and playing then, together. And then
0: he goes to Pittsburgh and he was like, yeah, dude, I'm not doing anything. I was like, I was looking for drummers. I was like I got this kid who's been trying to jam for like years. <laughs> like bring him in and it worked out. He plays drums and um all the Sh- drum- all the drums on Sundries I programmed, but um now of the singles we put out, we put out a single on Friday on uh, the 13th of December called High Fantasy. So that's kind of our newer thing. It yeah. Was, was, let's plug that real quick. Where yeah. can people hear it? Well, they can hear it on all streaming all services Every on Bandcamp. Every single one, Napster, Deezer, <laughs> yeah. all the title. My girlfriend's dad tweeted at us that was just like,
2: glad I can get you guys on Napster. Love the new track. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like R.E.M. We I get R.E.M. Like,
0: comparisons. I mean, it's like, you it's know, the Bandcamp camp not, comments. People, yeah. We got like two that say R.E.M. We get reviews, everything that say we sound like the, you know, I, th- Murmur. The thing is is I, that the first R.E.M. Yeah. album?
2: It's, I like R.E.M., and I got
1: nothing against them.
2: I just don't hear it. Like I just don't like... It yeah. just doesn't click with me, The yeah. the how it met. But I guess it's the thing. It's
1: always interesting what people compare you to. Yeah. And it's always fun uh, with... I play in a band called Sykes and the New Violence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we've gotten compared to like the most off-the-wall stuff. And it's always like very of the time. Like there's always like... There's somebody that, you know, obviously doesn't listen to anybody, anything but the ex. It's like, oh, like you remind me of the Beastie Boys (laughs) or like, you know, you remind me of Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, and then like somebody one time at a show and this was like very like, it was like, around the time we had started the band so it was like you know early 2000s it was like it kind of reminded me a lot of Law dispute and i'm like okay that's right. here we go and then last night last night somebody was like you remind me of uh a mindless self-indulgence that doesn't use the n-word oh. <laughs> and that was like the best i was like thank you that's okay. the best description of my band ever With- the next time we put out an album, i want stickers that say, we don't Mindless say the self-indulgence word. that doesn't use the N word. Some guy to show in Pittsburgh. Jeez. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Love it. Uh, so that was, yeah, that's, it's always fun. And uh, I haven't listened to the new single yet. Yeah, so I apologize. It's all, no, it's all, but it I, I will, recent. I will check it out and I'll let you know if I think it sounds like R.E.M. <laughs> okay. or not.
0: Yeah, it's actually our first. Please. <laughs> please our, it was our first song that we have not recorded in like a bedroom yeah, yeah. it was like it, we went to mr Small's studios it was kind um, of an experiment in a way yeah, right just to like see how it all plays out i wasn't right? sure how it was going to sound if we were going to like it you know i think the lo-fi like dream pop shoegaze thing that we were doing was half the reason it got received so well yeah there's a giant community for that um and so this was we went into the studio with nate campisi at mr smalls yep and just did did the damn thing and
2: I like in- the way it turned out. Yeah, it was interesting to see how like just coming straight off the pedal board, rather than having like our pre-made patches and everything for the guitars and vocals. Like, what was that? What was that reverb thing? What was the thing that he had in the studio? Oh, he had a ancient, Roland, a yeah. Roland uh,
0: chorus delay. Yeah, with one of the old analog choruses. Yeah with the tape in it hell yeah uh, we ran everything through that <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> like I mean, listen everything on any album i've ever put out is just run through so much reverb yeah
2: that and, thing was cool though and it, yeah. it it changed like i don't know it, it was it was a cool experiment like the guitar tones changed a lot it like i don't know i guess we learned a lot about how it all layers up with the vocals especially when you're like plugging in like fucking four or five different harmonies yeah. in a verse like
0: yeah it was cool have a lot of harmonies incorporating zach's angelic voice a little bit
1: more <laughs> That's what's super cool about getting into a studio situation with yeah. a producer or an engineer. Sometimes it's that's the same person It depends. Right, right. But to somebody that actually gives a fuck and yeah. understands what you're trying to do as a band, yeah. and like you can learn so much from that experience if you want to learn. Just yeah. go in there yeah. as a or fucking you could sponge. Just go
2: in there and exactly. It out. Yeah, yeah, you can just
1: go there, lay down the tracks, and not give a fuck. Yeah. But like I, I think it's always. Super crucial and awesome to be able to like absorb as much as you can because you can like take that knowledge back and like your bedroom stuff could be a little bit better now. I never even thought to use like these effects in this way or apply them on this instrument. That's
2: exactly the exercise. Like, yeah, you take away a lot from that. We were,
1: yeah, that
0: that with the the product that we got. Now we were thinking like, well, maybe we love the way the drums sound when he records it. Maybe Mm -hmm. we'll have like someone record the drums, then we take those back
1: do what do we did in the thing,
0: bedroom right? mix you know try different th- i want to experiment a little bit with the different sounds we can get in like have half lo-fi
2: it's gonna be yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think dialing in the sound for this next record is going to be like yeah. a really weird exercise because it was like richie had written most of sundries before the rest of us got brought in right and then it was like we have contribute to like chris and i helped contribute to a few tracks right there it is <laughs> that's it it's very we look at it up, wow country. it's pretty um yeah so like we were able to contribute to a couple of tracks but like for the most part everything was done and the album overall <laughs> is solid look at that place damn <laughs> um but like it it, it definitely there's po- points where it feels like we're trying to figure out what sound we want to do like it goes from like doing some of the lo-fi dream poppy shit that like glow was like and then is like a classic beach rock song mm-hmm. with like a guitar solo and shit and so this new record it's gonna be weird to see like okay like. How do we balance out all of these things that we want sure. to do? Make yeah. something that, that is both cohesive and, like, I don't yeah. know,
0: that, that, that captures something. Right, that, What people liked about the first ones is, like, trying to get that medium. Yeah. Like that that droney. Like, like, yeah. It's like trying to figure out a happy medium between, like, evolving the sound and keeping it what made it special in the first place.
1: Sure. It's like you have a voice as a band. Yeah. But you don't want to have the same conversation mm-hmm. over and over right. and over again. But you don't want to lose... The essence of it, you know. Either. I, so, yeah, like, I think that as long as what you're doing is what you want to do, yeah. 110%, people are going to resonate with yeah. it. You can't no, I don't want to do this at all. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a
2: second. Wait, oh, shit. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <God. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: so, we, yeah, I've like been trying to figure out what direction to go with the new songs and um, see, like, you know, I want to keep the same... Essence, but keep evolving the music, and I don't know. I think we should make. <laughs> I think. I think we. Should and then at the end of the day, noises. if I, I can't figure it out, fuck it I'll just write another. <laughs> well, I the think same record like that. Yeah. I mean, Etid is like the perfect example of a band yeah. that just does not change the formula, but it's fresh every time. Oh,
1: sure, there are generations ACDC. <laughs> yes, yes. Ooh, it's ooh. just like every album is good. <laughs> that's a hot take. <laughs> Dude, stick to ACDC I is inherently, that.
0: Yeah. inherently rips. Yeah. Like, you, the, you, the singles are just ruined because you've heard them so much. But inherently, ACDC rips yeah and they're like, like and, and they
2: were brave they're putting a guy in a schoolboy outfit out there man they're
0: <laughs> like we uh,
1: nobody really talks about <laughs> yeah. that but, you know he's and still it doing like, it he's, uh, he's uh, like i, I he's don't i don't know so old. much about uh like socially yeah. yeah i don't think that E-Tid is socially our acd no 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 but no. just in terms of like for that genre we'll yeah. say how about instead of saying our generations we'll say with hardcore or metalcore yeah, or whatever yeah, the fuck yeah. you want to call it yeah. they're definitely it staple right yeah they've
0: they found their sound. They stick to it, and they're gonna sell records every time. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that's like, and that's like, I was like, if I can't figure out how to make this uh, any better, I'll just write. I, I know how to write. The these. thing,
1: there's, there's two things I want to bring up. One about E.T.I.D. is that they, their fan base baffles me. Yeah, yeah. like because there's so many people that I know. Like I'll go to their house, and they have like every time I die banners on their wall, but they don't even like any other heavy bands. Multiple people in my life, I've dealt with this experience. It's so interesting. But outside of every time I die, if you would like another beer. I was on There you go. Oh, don't worry. I'll get the opener for you. Do you have an opener on you? You See, I used to have one on my keys, but... I have one over here. I have this fat
2: ass that just from sitting on my keys, it broke the (laughs) bottle opener right off
1: of it because... (laughs)
2: Gosh. i don't know i'm just so thick that i couldn't
1: thick <laughs> thick mike that's what i right. call him
2: all right all right thick mike <laughs> this GameStop, yeah. booty breaking fucking bottle openers
1: so uh but yeah with with writing music i mm. think that there's this thing that us as songwriters need to realize and it could be very hard that sometimes shit's just not gonna work oh yeah mm. like not every idea is going to work mm-hmm. and Whenever I'm writing music personally, if an idea doesn't take off, like pretty much in the same session, like like I with uh Sex and the New Violence, I'll just like start programming beats and get some synth stuff together. And if I'm not vibing with this, like within like one or two sessions, yeah. I'm like this. I'm just, it's just no. off today. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I have that exact thing, and I mean for sundries, even glow the album before that. I mean, I probably have another album full of B sides that like I wrote there's some of them are more skeletons or ideas than entire songs but i have like entire songs that i just did not put yeah in those records but, because i was like either it didn't fit within the 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 album itself it didn't sound right or it just like i couldn't figure it out you know yeah and if I, i'm not gonna sit there and, and i do the same thing if it doesn't like take off after a while i'm not gonna try to force it because that's when you start to like compromise you're like like, well, oh this, this is, is taking me so day, long but... this is good enough you know or whatever yeah. like that it, it it's it got to be something that like
1: it just it just, it just needs to happen yeah yeah because other it's just not it's it's almost like you're not writing it from a genuine place anymore it's just like you're trying to frankenstein something together and it's and that's it's like just, with inspiration too it's weird it's I, super weird I feel we were like just I have, having this conversation yeah, in
2: the lobby. i was like i feel like i have this weird back and forth where it's just like it's that thing of, like you're saying, if it doesn't click for me immediately, like, I'll just start to get, like, pissed at myself. I'm like, you know what? Like, it, this should be good and everything should be good immediately. Fuck this and I'll move on to the next thing. But then there are times where I do push through or whatever. And, like, sometimes I've made, like, written some of the best songs I've worked on or, like, I draw. And so I've, like, done some of the best drawings I've done because I pushed through. And mm-hmm. so, like, finding out, like, when you should keep going and when you should just get pissed off and stop, well, like, is, is something that's really tough. The whenever, thing like,
1: about dial idea- in. The thing about failed ideas that I've come to appreciate is that it reminds me that the stuff that I like is actually good. Yeah. Because if everything that I was doing, I was releasing and everything was good, there's like, there's going to be bad stuff eventually. Yeah. Everything that you, you're not fucking uh, invincible, right? right? So whenever there are bad things, I'm bummed because I really want to do something productive today. And it, but a day or two later, it's like, oh, okay, well, now I'm reminded that these songs that I actually finished are because they were good and Yeah, the bad is just the bad yeah i think
2: sometimes you got to like revisit the good things that you've done too and be like oh yeah i am capable of making good <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> totally like, totally yeah. it's kind
0: of what happened with high fantasy just like sitting around just came i wrote that song and like a half hour, yeah. You just showed felt up at good. my house, should, and you're like, Oh, well, we, we got, got this, we we got got this song, this.
2: like, we got this sketched out. And I was like, Well, like, pretty much everything's in it, but the keys, so <laughs> feels like it's uh pretty much good. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah you no,
0: we um, we wanted to put something out between our last record, Sundries, which was out in May, and uh, we're gonna start actually after this show, which was on Friday, is our gonna start writing and just kind of like start writing for the new record slowly. We have a tour um in march yes yeah got a tour in march that we're gonna start booking like next week and uh we're gonna we're going down to south by southwest for two days is it (laughs) (laughs) low-key is it (laughs) supposed to be like i don't know if it's supposed to be low-key or not but i think we just This is January coming out in January. So, (laughs) yeah. Screw it. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be playing two shows in South by Southwest in March. So, really trying to. We're booking a tour down there. We really want to book St. Patrick's Day in New Orleans. Yeah. So that
2: this can be one of the last recordings of us alive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to go out. Like, it's like, we won't escape. Like
0: uh, <laughs> going out Leonard Skinner style. Except we in the plan. Have you been to New Orleans? Like, I have
2: not. No. All right. Like it's great. Bourbon street's great. Of course it's the touristy. Like it's like, you yeah. know, South side of it's absolute worst. It's like, that's, that's Bourbon <laughs> right, street. Yeah. But like, there's just, there's a magic in the air that I think is just the fact that you can
1: walk out of a bar with a drink in your yeah. hand. Oh, that's like, well, that's like anybody like, <laughs> well, that, that's like a product of uh, living in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Because there's yeah. a lot of places you could do that. Yeah. Our uh, our liquor and alcohol laws are just so fucking yeah. archaic. Yeah, they are. They are. But
0: yeah, I don't know if we'll make it out of a St.
2: Badger no, no, So, no. or at least not all of us. It'd be
0: nice if we like. But that didn't was lose like the we were talking band. with an, another local band and they kind of had a route picked out. Yeah. And we were like looking at the dates and. I was like, oh, March 17th, huh? New Orleans? Yeah, yeah. I was no, like, usually, usually good. March 17th, New Orleans. I was <laughs> right. like,
2: you know that's St. Patrick's Day, right? And you're
0: like, Yeah. No. I was like, that's good for me, a person with a lot of self-control. <laughs> <laughs> a, a band with a lot of self-control. Yeah, that's very good for me. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So, so that's the next on the agenda. And then we're looking to have a release in like August, probably late August, late July. Yeah, depending August. on how it goes. Yeah. yeah see what comes out and then also want to try to figure out how we're going to record it so we got a lot got a lot in the future coming up yeah yeah
1: i'm always so torn when it comes to recording projects i feel like maybe we have a similar thing here between me and me and you richie where i'm like you know the majority of the stuff's coming from my brain hole and i already have like my computer and i'm doing everything there so we're always like doing all this pre-production getting ideas together and it's like i could just record all of this myself mm-hmm. like i know what i want this to sound like and a big part of my voice as this band is the fact that i am recording this myself and it may not all be the best sounding in terms of what is perfect mm-hmm. but it sounds like me and, of, yeah like right. i don't want to sacrifice that but also i like the idea of going into a studio with somebody i trust yep. and not having to worry about anything other than performing yeah
0: yeah that's what with with this new stuff even sundries by the time i asked these guys to be in it i already had like most of the record done mm-hmm. they definitely like added their own thing to it Like we we did we, some lyrics and like lyrics helped, helped, like how do you like
2: figure stuff out yeah
0: you know right. lead parts mike mike uh did some lead parts and uh so this next record um that we do i want to have a little bit more there it is again yeah that looks better without the sleeve <laughs> yeah the dirty sleeve
1: it's <laughs> it's seen some stuff that's a good band name dirty sleeve, dirty sleeve. but uh, on tour of flower crown 2021 <laughs> yeah, that, that's my new band sweet you're on, you're in
0: <laughs> um but <laughs> uh yeah i want to have let them have like a little more uh say a little more like writing um <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh spoiler alert <laughs> uh,
2: the first song that that me and chris and richie wrote as a group on this one which is the, the second to last track snow it was like snow the Horror. only one that like we together wrote from the ground up entirely yep. and it was like the night we it wrote started
0: it, out so different the
2: night we wrote it we made just a, we a, a liquor cauldron the song was originally called liquor cauldron because we just made <gasps> it a, a
0: cauldron of. Well, of let of me liquor. preface this by we're <laughs> monsters we're just we're monsters so but it was yeah (laughs) but it was like can you do that one more time excellent there it is <laughs> yeah. um
2: but yeah so we got this together and like what started out as kind of like a, a beach fossils sounding like knockoff song basically just yep. as we consumed more of the liquor cauldron <laughs> like, gradually devolved into a suddenly a post-rock yeah <laughs> it's like yeah, just, yeah. a very
0: sad <laughs> sounding post-rock yeah i was like and what? then we were like oh shit we uh we're hammered now and we should stop <laughs> we and got- then we went back we showed some friends um and they were like Mm. That, <laughs> like, what awesome. are you yeah they were what like, are you doing yeah, they're like you? that's not great and we were like <laughs> okay so we actually we had we we took the complete they had a completely different like beginning and yeah it had like this weird just, bass thing like, yeah just scrapped it it was yeah. like it sounded like a b-52 sound and then we were like and then it just because it started off like that like Real poppy, and then it just gradually gets sadder <laughs> into this giant crescendo post rock part that's just like very, you know, yeah.
1: feel it. <laughs> okay, you know? yeah, and you ch- and you change that, and no, <laughs> no. <laughs> we the the post rock okay. yeah. part's still in there, but we, we took out the beginning. We took out the beginning. Man, I'm trying to hear the director's cut of this <laughs> song. I want <laughs> right. to hear, I yeah, hear yeah, the full thing. Yeah. i <laughs> on my computer. <laughs> it's fucking terrible. It's like, bad. Yeah. Whatever that bass riff was that let it in
2: was just like the. Dopiest sound yeah. shit, dude. It was <laughs> just like, ah, oh, it was bad. It was not great. But I mean, what's thank ironic God is for like, our friends, too, What's ironic yeah. was that that riff was probably the most sober riff in yes. that. Well,
1: yeah, it's funny to think, like, maybe, like, the... Possibly, my outsider perspective is assuming that maybe the dopiness of that riff bummed everybody out so much <laughs> that it made the track, it turned it into what it was. It was cool. the catalyst for... You know, it this, could have been the liquor yeah, cauldron. It could have been the liquor. I we literally liquor.
0: just had a bucket and we put It was just whatever was in the kitchen. Whatever was in the kitchen, just put it yeah, in the bucket. The remaining liquor. It's not good. No. No. It wasn't. <laughs> it's not good. But we drank I feel, it. <laughs> I feel like we went out after that. Too. We might have. Yeah. We might have went out Ooh. after that. But uh yeah, then we then we took a couple more sessions with it. Yeah. Parsed it out. It was good. So, long story short,
2: the the writing process for this new one, I'm sure, will be interesting.
0: <laughs> we're gonna get a yeah. we're gonna get we're gonna get a liquor bathtub. You gotta <laughs> brew a
1: few more
2: cauldrons.
0: And, yeah, yeah. You, know. you have to take a soak in the liquor tub. Our, our bass player Chris has just been like fermenting weird vegetables. He, he won't like, stop. He won't stop. He's just been doing all this like crazy stuff with hot sauces and, and food. He's so, yeah. making a lot so of soup I, so I can imagine yet. he's just gonna have. We can get him to ferment. We'll make like some vodka he's doing fermented C- ketchup right now and he
2: he put it in this like a mason jar but the top of the mason jar is like a rubber like nipple nipple like a like a baby's bottle so of course so of course the ketchup fermented and i oh. came downstairs and it had just like squirted yeah, out sure the top of the nipple and i like walked into the kitchen i looked at it, and i was like nope yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like not today. And then of course he comes. It's like in making Jenko. Like, oh my god, <laughs> he comes in. He's like, oh, this is so gross, and starts squeezing it. And I'm like, he's like, look at this. I'm like, no, get away
0: from he, uh, me. Like, he, we, we're, we're a big fan of Picklebacks as a band. Yeah, and um, he was brining <laughs> Carolina Reapers.
1: Oh hell and, like, yeah, chocolate yeah.
0: Bula and like all these like. He orders just boxes. I'm
1: trying chocolates. to hang out with this dude. Yeah, he, no.
0: <laughs> on Halloween, he was just carrying around a bag of Carolina Reapers, um, in spirit, and uh, we. So he took he soaked all of these hot peppers in a brine, and then he took those out to mash up and make a hot sauce. But we kept the brine, and now we use that as like the pickleback. Fuck shot. yes, yeah, and it's like it spicy, just very like, hot, but. That's been, and we wonder why we all shit bad. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, I can't. I can't. I can't, fig- together, yeah. I can't figure out why the <laughs> reaction, the reaction of everybody that takes one of those. It's yeah, always just like <laughs> we're always like bringing our friends. Like you gotta get one. Come on, you yeah, gotta get. in there. like, what is it? Yeah, it sign me the like, fuck up. Yeah, come come through. We I gotta looks a, like somebody just like slapped your tongue. You're like, oh <gasps> <laughs> my! It smells bad. It tastes pretty good, and then it burns real hard. But I got to the end of this is actually a plug for Chris's fermentation. Yeah, business. He's gonna we, fuck the
2: band. Yeah, like he's gonna start to some flower
0: crown, flower crown fermentations. Yuck! Yeah, no one likes that. No,
1: <laughs> I like it.
2: <laughs> well, man, thanks for having us
1: on. <laughs> Be careful of those sounds, <laughs> Can you hit man. the excellent one more time? Uh, sure. I could, I, could, I could go through my whole Bill and Ted soundboard oh, if you want. Excellent! All right. Excellent! Oh. Whoa. Iron man.
2: Are these the only... Is excellent! It,
1: <laughs> is it just Bill and Ted? This is all Bill and Ted.
2: <laughs> the whole thing? <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> that is so lit. <laughs> what do you think of What do you think of the Bill and Ted reboot alongside The Matrix Four, alongside John Wick Part Four? So we got three
1: Keanu, uh, the Keanu Sons, the, the Keanu like I'm here for fest. it. The openers right there oh. my friend, her I'm here for it. I was just chatting with this about this earlier. I had an episode before the two of you showed is. up. And we were talking about pop culture and I was talking about how I'm very here for pop culture. Mm-hmm. But I don't let any sort of negativity infiltrate it because it's so go. ridiculous to be in your 30s and complaining about be, like, why about. Star Wars isn't what it oh, used to be. Like, boy, shut yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah, up. I feel don't that. Really get me started on yeah, that. I, feel I hate that, that shit. Like, 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 it's it's fucking Star Wars. I, like, I, it's fine. Like, what? Like what? It, it's no what do you want? better or worse than it ever was. Let's, uh, I'm, like- I'm starting to. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'll, as someone who's turning 30 soon. I uh, I have been choosing my battles. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's like give me a fucking break. Yeah, yeah. like. But that being said, the Mandalorian is
0: sick. Yeah, I have. I've only seen the first three episodes. It's so dumb. Don't. It seems dumb. It's just a, it's a space western. But it, I like but that. it's great. I'm here like it's for it's
2: fun. A, it's exactly yeah. what you want. Yeah. It's not yeah. trying to be anything else. That's no. the thing, especially like the main Star Wars movies and all the nerds that get pissed off. I'm a nerd. I just don't get mad about shit because I'm not an idiot. Um, <laughs> they, like all the nerds that are pissed off about like Last Jedi and shit. It's like Star Wars has never been like good. It's never yeah. been like good no. cinema. Like grow the fuck up. Like it's but, just a fun time. Like we're out here having a space adventure. What do you want? Like yep. character yeah. development. Like, yeah. <laughs> A,
0: maybe a little. I went, like, I went back and to watch say, like, like, the Fishing Phantom Menace. Stuff. Those yeah, movies are yeah. terrible, oh, the, the, but the, I like them. Yeah. You know, I mean, some of it's a little racist, but yeah,
2: there's <laughs> definitely some shit in that yeah. like new trilogy, not the current trilogy, but the no. new new trilogy that was like, hmm. like <laughs> so I guess the early one, two, like 2000s, three. Yeah, yeah, one yeah, two, yeah, one two
1: three, three yeah. So yeah, yeah there's stuff that was like oh. my biggest pop culture cinema guilty pleasure is mortal combat annihilation oh, okay good. the second so one i good. i have not seen those in years and they're stood on my list to watch again. yeah dude i fuck with annihilation so heavy okay. it is total dog shit <laughs> yeah but i love it yeah wasn't it the
0: um the one general what's his name um it was his um, last movie ever he was like a critically acclaimed actor oh i don't know it was the Patton, the guy with the tanks no <laughs> he was like oh what's his name he's he was uh um, uh, I can't even think right now. No, no, we he, played, did. he was in the. It was Mortal Kombat. Was his last movie? Was he,
1: was it the like the the first
0: movie or Annihilation? Maybe it was the first one, but he yeah. he only did it. Like he he's a critically acclaimed actor, um, and he only did it because he he wanted it. His son loved it, and he did. Mm. He was about to die. He had cancer during that movie. Wow, and uh,
1: yeah. Sad, but little little movie tidbit. Yeah, I really you know? took it down. <laughs> That's a fun fact. I'm trying really. to fun fact. I was trying to look it up, but apparently there's a Mortal Kombat 2021 movie coming out what? on IMDb, uh, and it has all of the Google searches completely butchered uh, right uh, now. So I'll have to do uh, research yep. on that more. Whatever in the that future. general's name is, he's like the evil guy in it.
0: Yeah, I can't remember. It's, cool.
1: Uh, let people like shit. Two K. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Another exactly another movie that is completely psychotic that I love that a lot of people don't like is the Mario Brothers movie. Oh, Jesus. I have
0: also Dude, have not seen it. Like it's like the most... Like, it's like the most...
1: Like, I'm a big... Like, I'm not a big fan, but I like a lot of the, like, cyberpunk era mm, mm, stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, it's just so bad. Total but, like, recall. I fuck with it. Yeah. yeah. It's Mario Brothers... It's a cyberpunk movie. Yeah. That's Whoa. what it is. It makes no sense, but it's just so off the rails that, yeah. like, I can enjoy this. Like, it's yeah. just, like... Somebody made this. Yeah, <laughs> people built sets, <laughs> no, some, some, made these. It, it, somebody it, it, pitched it. Yeah, somebody sat in the room with other they, people and were like, this is what we're gonna do. And it happened. And I think that like, if you can separate yourself and just be like, okay, like this isn't Mario. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, Let's watch this because it's dude, completely crazy character in there. Oh yeah, is that? So it looked crazy. so
0: weird. If I remember correctly, you, it's you, been you a long it. time. Dennis Hoffman see you was that who it was? I'm like, pretty sure. Yeah. Holy shit! In your mind's eye. My brain is so trashed and yeah, terrible it, with years of abusing I'm, it that I can't remember anything. I'm years really
1: of, excited for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Well, the, they, what the, you,
2: how do you feel about the redesign thing? Like, I've they, into I think to it, I, I think it's better. I think it looks better. I, just, I think it looks a lot better. I just think it's insane. I thought it was the amount of work that
0: like was just thrown out uh-huh. and then
2: redone. I'm like, oh, that sucks. To be for able
0: somebody, to re, uh, re like flip the like the 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 first trailer to the second one like the redone trailer to completely flip the way that you come into you know the first one seemed like a fun like blah 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 or or very serious and then the second one seemed more fun to just completely change that up and to be able to make you feel so much different about it i think is like really impressive the whole yeah i mean it's nothing. they pulled that off yeah be able to pull that off into like yeah, to yeah, change it. I mean, it's, wild.
1: Like, it's, it's not going to be a great movie. It's not no. going to be Casablanca, but it's fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. And Jim Carrey's in it. I'll, I stand him. Yeah. I, just, King.
2: I was just rewatching <laughs> the Jim Carrey Grinch. Uh, where was I? Oh, so cursed. Oh uh, so uh, yeah, I, I was at a wedding. I was at a wedding, and I had been hung over for like four days. I was just laying in the hotel room. And I couldn't do anything and jim carrey's grinch was on and i was too hung over to change the channel so i just laid there and i'm just like man this is fucking weird like yeah, so they, they got like there's like the sexy who there's like one who yeah. in town that's like the sexy who and i'm like but he wants to smash yeah it. and i was like what the fuck is going on here and like he's like touching her with his weird fur fingers and stuff Dude, and i was like
0: man the faith hillbagger that's in there though yeah
2: Where are you, yeah
0: Chris? that was a good one My oh yeah my throat's so uh, trashed from this that. yeah, <laughs> oh, I can, uh,
2: yeah that movie's kind of fucked up though um they ostracized that guy for how he looked and then he came back yes. and tormented them and yeah you know but in the end um
0: i believe all of this stuff <laughs> like came back at his cave yeah he just eats a bottle he's just, like eating glass
1: yeah <laughs>
0: I'm it's like, so wow, good. this looks a lot like my weekend.
2: Just <laughs> yeah. like eating glass and scaring children. Just like, get out of my yard. Get away from my house.
1: So here's a hot question. <laughs> okay. yeah. Since the both of you are seeing like that you're in the film. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. If Flower Crown no. could have a song in any director's movie, what director would it be? Martin Scorsese.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish. Yeah, yeah. He does like rock and roll. Does, that's, that's, that's fair. Um all right, so funny story. Um, we
2: actually have a track in the Irishman. I don't know if it's on Netflix. It's a three hour long movie, but if you stick around, we have like thirty seconds of
0: All right. So the we played a gig at a, a local like an Oakland house called uh Lavender Town. And um a kid, uh his name's Brady. Uh he came up to us afterwards and he was like, The one song you played, which is Bender Season off this record. He was like, "I'm gonna give you a compliment." And He's like, "I want you to take this as a compliment." He goes, "That one song you played should be in Dumb and Dumber." <laughs> he was like, "He was like, it should have been in the movie Dumb and Dumber," and he's like, "And I mean that." He's like, "It's the highest compliment," and I was like, "Fuck, he's right." I could see it on like, like a road trip movie. You know, okay, kind of, yeah. Oh, um, who made those movies like Planes, Trains, and Automobiles? What's his name, John? Uh, John Landis. Is it? Yeah, Landis? Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of his movies probably. That'd be gay, one man. of those road tripping I mean, Tommy Boy was one. Uh Oh uh, no, John made is. I don't know enough. Uh, and Kingpin, did he also do that one too? I'm not sure. I'm sticking with Scorsese. <laughs> I'm bad. I'm bad with the d- directors apparently.
2: I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out who you could do like um uh, M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I think we'd be really Absolutely. good. Absolutely, we're like suspenseful. The like. next, uh, <laughs> the next installment of the uh, Unbreakable. Apparently,
1: uh, Ron Shelton directed Kingpin, and I have no idea who that is. I have no idea who that is.
2: Oh okay. shit! Uh, what's that other Edgar? Edgar Wright, maybe? No, oh, no. He's yeah. all those stu- cyber stylized. Oh yeah, movies. Did, I can't remember if he did Scott
1: Pilgrim, or if that was another guy.
0: Who was the director of uh, Tommy Boy? Let's figure that out.
1: If I could have my movie in an, or a song in any director's <laughs> movie, I would pick John Waters.
0: Yeah, uh, hell yeah, there you go.
1: hell yeah. That's a good pick.
0: It's much. There's so pick. many of his movies that I've not like gone. Same. I like started. I was at a,
1: a weird. Peter bar. Siegel directed Tommy Boy. Did, did Peter Siegel Jesus, do anything okay. else? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's uh, let's special. let's look up. Did uh, he need to? I, Peter no, Siegel's <laughs> Wikipedia. Page. And I'm not
1: talking shit on Peter Siegel Who's right the, now. Uh, I just. So, Didn't Peter know. Siegel's, uh, he did a Grudge Match, Get Smart, The Longest Yard, 51st States, Anger Management, Nutty Professor 2, Naked Gun, 33 and a third, The Final Insult. Now, no, this is a yeah. guy with a fucking portfolio. <laughs> Naked
0: yeah. Gun, that's the movies that's, that yeah. Flower <laughs> Crown needs to be in. <laughs> yeah, 100% Steve um, Martin. Yeah. Yeah. Or- um, no, Leslie Nielsen. Is that not Steve Martin?
1: No, Steve uh-huh. Martin
0: was in What's, The Jerk and uh, uh, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Okay, that's where yeah, yeah, I had yeah. it right, The guy I'm thinking of, though, is the one who did Home Alone. That's John Landis. Is it John Landis? Yeah. Who? Uh, he did like Ferris Bueller's Day Off too, right? Is that the same guy? Uh, Check Ferris Bueller's Day Off real quick. <laughs> hey, can you Google more things for
2: us? <laughs>
1: yeah, Sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs>
0: this is the the, the Google hour. <laughs> <Google. laughs> You're not googling enough. The flower crown, forgetting everything. You know what's my so brain funny is, is like, our, or John Hughes. John Hughes. John he John made, Hughes. made all of those like sixteen those candles. Like, those, yeah, uh, the the classic eighties movie, Breakfast yeah, Club. He did
2: Breakfast
0: Club. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't eat Just that. Just hit myself. the not for that. Um, yeah, I think like John Hughes, yeah. one of his movies. Very... Did he do
2: High Fidelity? Who did High Fidelity? That, I, I'm not sure I about feel like that. that's those classic 80s mm-hmm. movies too. I
0: think High Fidelity might be... Um. Actually, speaking oh. of High Fidelity, our song
1: Fuck John Cusack is about him. Uh, in <laughs> High, High Fidelity, Fidelity uh, Stephen <laughs> Frears. No, nah, I, I think know. a lot of times, like, what did I, I? know John Landis had something to do with Home Alone. He apparently didn't direct it, but maybe he wrote it. Yeah, I don't fucking know. he's wow. got like a shithead son too. If you I know what's funny? Correctly. Like a, a lot of my, a lot of my knowledge when it comes to film is like a lot more in like horror and sci-fi and stuff. And when it comes to like these like classic American comedies, like I like those movies, but I don't know shit about them from like a technical aspect. But you start talking to me about fucking uh, like Stuart Gordon and stuff. And I'm like,
0: hell yeah, let's talk about fucking. Yeah. Those, those John Hughes movies and all that, those have such a heavy nostalgia factor for me. Mm. Like, Even like, you know, Breakfast Club isn't like my favorite movie or anything like that. That kind of 80s nostalgia stuff, like early 90s. I think it's
1: like a... Yeah, and I think it's... But like watching those movies, I never am interested in the technical aspects of them. So it's not like a thing where I'm like... How'd you feel about The Lighthouse? It's not like a Cronenberg film. I haven't seen The Lighthouse yet. Um, It looks so sick. I haven't seen it. I do want to see it. It's fucking bonkers. Yeah,
2: It's it's one of those... It's a great, great movie that you walk out feeling like, Uh, what (laughs) i don't know you're like i think i liked it i don't Oh, what what the
1: what i love i love movies and i have such a hard time now sitting down to watch movies unless it's like on my own schedule 100 Hmm. like if, if i as soon as i can watch the lighthouse at home I'll yeah. probably watch it immediately because I can like put it on at one thirty in the morning. Yeah. That's about the time that I'll I be feel able like to. I think I have more trouble doing it at home because I lose focus. I feel like I gotta make like, oh, myself God bless, go out. bless you.
0: <laughs> Excellent. <Yee. Yeah.
1: laughs> he has this. <laughs> oh, but like watching stuff at home, like getting distracted and shit yeah, like that. Yeah,
2: I, I feel like I I fare better when I'm like I'm gonna put myself in a fucking movie theater. I'm not going to, like, touch my phone. Oh, I'm sure. just going to be
0: or your dumb, in
2: the hole. <laughs> yeah, or just be sitting there like. <laughs> like I want to be in the hole. But I, I I get both sides.
1: Yeah, I mean, the cinema is an experience, but I don't even know the last cinema. time. The cinema. the cinema. I've been going a I lot want to see
0: Parasite. more frequently. Damn.
1: I might go tonight and see
0: Parasite. You
1: want to go see a movie tonight? Yeah. Uh, I did go see. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. All right, what was I'm your favorite
0: movie, movie of this year?
1: My favorite movie of this year. I'm I mean,
0: interviewing you now.
1: Dude, it's fine. I have no <laughs> idea. I have no idea. I can't even... I'm, I was literally just trying to think of the last movie that I saw in the theater. I don't know if you're going to get this job. It's not looking great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's fine. It. I can't even think of a movie that I saw in the theater this year. There has to be one. But I, can I can barely
0: can. think, so it's okay.
1: Well, all right. There was like,
2: you know... I can barely think at all. What else came out? Uh Midsummer. Did you catch Midsummer? Nope. Missed it. Oh, whoo. Ooh, I think wild. I think I could watch that on TV now. Did you watch yeah. uh probably rent Did it. Did you see hereditary? That wasn't this year, I think. That was that was last I year. I didn't see hereditary. Please do. If yourself. you're a horror yeah. movie
1: person, yeah, I know, gotta, I know. I, know. I dude, I have a I'm, I'm, not, a list. Here to, all right, I'm not here to <laughs> I think those are on Prime too now. Yeah. So. But the the whole thing that is this is uh it's a shitty excuse, but it's just like I'm like caught up. Like so I do I release two podcasts a week. I play in three bands, oh, I uh-huh. have a full time job. And you all don't this sound very busy. I don't so, see where you're not fine It's very me. much like I caught up on a lot of series over this year. Yeah, yeah. So a lot like, of my how visual you do a time. Series. What's the? So I I, had, I I had made the mistake of watching all of Game of Thrones. Oh. Uh, I, I sorry. I, I committed to that. I'm sorry. So I did that. That was fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, you know, it ended. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, done. I'm uh, I'm also like a big. I have a big soft spot for like anything where it's like. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer esque. So the, like, the new Sabrina is fucking sick. Uh, I was gonna say what? Uh, like fucking Supernatural. On Supernatural. Movie? I tapped out on. I but tapped out was, on. But there laptop. was there was a show that came out. It's a Vampire Diaries spinoff called Legacies. Really? That is fucking awesome. It's gripping. Yeah. Uh, it, it's. I watched the whole first series. It's got the its season. Teeth in you. It's tight. Yeah. I fucks it's with. I fuck vampire thing. That was not even an appropriate <laughs> sound. <laughs> That was like... <laughs> that, you, big up, big up. Yeah, that's Mitty, Bill, and Ted. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. You definitely need a hard, like, whomp, whomp on. You got to yeah, get a womp there, on. Meow, there, meow. There's, some, there's like some sound effects that I don't have. Uh, legacies, legacies I liked a lot. Um, I'm watching The Order right now, mm-hmm. which is another one of those, like... We're in high school and it's drama. We I don't all have magical you, powers. I don't
0: know if you've ever heard of this show, but uh, The Sopranos.
1: Yeah. You should, <laughs> you should watch that you should really if watch you
0: get it. a chance. It's like it's we, my favorite we're show. We're not here to plug The Sopranos. <laughs> I'll plug The Sopranos any
1: time ever. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, oh, you know what? I did watch a really good movie on Netflix recently, and it's probably my favorite movie that I saw this year, and it's going to be very anticlimactic because I can't remember the name of the fucking movie yeah. right now. Uh, oh, no, let me see it. if I can what fucking look that up. So there's like a, it's a story about this, these sisters that live in a house together. Um, and basically there's like this mystery where like the town thinks that they killed their family and like everybody in the town hates them and like they're rich. You're talking like about this big mansion, the, the version suicides. No, no. <laughs> Uh, what the fuck, I don't know the what fuck was the name Kirsten of this movie? Dunn? Um, the that one, movie's
2: fucked. You should watch okay. it. That's a really good movie. Uh, the Ooh. one,
1: the one actress that was in it's in a lot of the American horror stories. Um,
2: oh, uh, uh, oh my god, the woman that usually has reddish hair, and oh my god, I don't mm-hmm. know she's no, she's a her.
1: brunette. We're doing well. Yeah, this is gonna be really <laughs> gripping for people listening on audio. I love. Just wanna- Why don't you tell me your favorite movies of the year?
0: I really I really liked Midsummer. Yeah. I walked out of the movie being like Feeling yeah. fucked up. Lightho- Lighthouse was also very good. Um
2: I feel like there hasn't been much in the way of movies this year though that like yeah. that really did it for me. I mean, I haven't even watched Hobbs and Shaw yet. And
0: Irishman was pretty good, but
1: not like scorsese's
0: best yeah, yeah I, I
1: keep heard. hearing a lot of people talking about that one
0: yeah the fight scene with robert de niro <laughs> on the
1: street was just
0: atrocious
2: there yeah there really wasn't anything that came out this year movie wise that i mean was this year the year that the last avengers movie came out or was that last year? Oh, I okay i don't
0: watch those
1: uh the Not movie game came come out this year i think game came out this yeah
0: year. i never saw that it. was
1: good it was fun the movie i was talking about is called we have always lived in the castle It came out in 2018, actually. It's a really, really awesome movie. 2018. Yeah, it doesn't count. But (laughs) I watched it this year, and it's probably my favorite movie that I watched this year. I think my favorite in the past few years was Midsummer. Or no,
0: no, no. I'm sorry.
1: Hereditary. Yeah, it was Hereditary. Walking out of the
0: theater was like... I felt fucked up for days. Like, I felt weird. Viscerally
2: upsetting... Those, the, those That's A27, what I keep hearing, yeah. It's like those 827 horror movies, their whole thing is like they ground... twenty four Or 824. I keep doing yeah, that. Yeah, 824. they killer. Keep, they keep doing the thing with all their horror movies where they... They'll do some conventional horror tropes, like a haunted house type scenario or cult thing, but then it's all grounded in like super relatable and real human trauma. Like hereditary is like about grief and There's like, not
0: there's not like jump scares. Like, it just deals directly
2: in just dread. Yeah, it deals with like dread and shit that you've probably experienced, and then they put it all in your face and you have to sit there like
1: <gasps> I yeah. think this was an A twenty four film, and it was one of my favorite movies that I've seen in like recent memory. Mm. Like past five years shit. Yeah. A girl walks home alone at night. Is that uh, them?
2: I don't know if I've ever seen
1: that one. I, it, that is an awesome movie. I think that was A twenty four. They did um, like how much what is the
0: alcohol content in these? I'm five. Feeling, oh, man. feeling fuzzy. Feeling a little fuzzy.
1: Uh oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. You can lay down. But yeah, Girl Walker somebody slept. Night. I that movie's awesome today. Oh, mm-hmm. let's talk about Bird Box. How did everybody feel about that I one? I didn't watch Bird Box. I, I thought had, it was. I just it, looked at all the memes. It was
0: interesting. I remember watching it. I think I was. Like, it wasn't what I
1: expected.
0: I think I might have been like, pretty stoned on the couch or something, and not really like, like, like absorbing a lot of it. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed it. I like that kind of stuff. Sandra Bullock. If Sandra, Sandra lover. Bullock. Lover. We do go we off. Love her.
1: Yeah. <laughs> how about this? How about another phenomenon? Uh-oh. Since we're talking about everything phenomenon. but your band right now. <laughs> oh yeah. How does sure. everybody feel about Stranger Things? You know, like I all think right. it fell off. I think it kind of fell off a little too, but it's like I
2: kind of treat it the same way now that I'm treating like Star Wars and other shit. Yeah. I know what I'm coming to Stranger Things to see like some like they're hitting they're beating me over the head with 80s nostalgia and all
1: this shit I just think it, it wasn't as sincere as the first Yeah, two. it didn't, yeah. definitely it felt more campy. It did. Maybe and that's the I point, feel like it felt more campy at the beginning of yeah. the season like the first episode particularly yeah. was very like slapping you over the head with like nostalgia yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then I feel like it balanced out and it felt more it just like Stranger as Things to I just felt like
0: the acting the interaction the dialogue wasn't as tight or like Sincere, yeah. Some of the character it's, writing was it like it felt a bit... like
1: more playful there, than it
0: was serious. There
1: was a lot, there was so much vibe. Folk- <laughs> yeah, Class like my favorite. Boy. there was so much focus on stuff like the star court and um, the mall in the, the mall and like the, a lot of the nostalgia stuff but i will say like the stuff with like the the monsters was like so gross like yeah when sweet. the people were like melting yeah, into I the thing it. i, will, yeah, I was like this is gross
0: that's and so i am sick. here for it it's mm-hmm. like that practical effect horror from the yes yeah. they did that they did that pretty well that the was- gross
1: stuff was probably my favorite thing about the season same yeah so this is like yeah it was very campy but also hella gross
0: yeah that that was the redeeming <laughs> factor for that season was how disgusting it was i which. love that it,
2: it it's like going back to like ah the russians <laughs> <laughs> they're coming and i'm like i'm like man i don't know how i feel about all that. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's weird watching like cold war like basically cold war propaganda when you're living in a time where it's like the russian government's like well, who's what's that election yeah, any, like... anybody's got their elections going on anywhere <laughs> can i get in on that like nope. I, yeah yeah it's definitely so, a, a so weird right. disconnect do you have you watched uh watchmen are you watching that no oh it's real good i've never seen that. it's real real good so it's like i just read the graphic novel for the first time it's fucking great um it's just the reason i like it is of all superhero material right it's the only thing that i've ever read that like does it in a realistic way there's no superheroes it's just vigilantism gets big in the 30s and everyone's like "Ooh, this could be a problem and then right at its peak a guy like basically walks into an atomic particle wiser thing and becomes god and god is oh. american at the height of the cold war so like nixon gets reelected for four terms and this god helps us win vietnam and vietnam becomes a state and it's like this alt history take on superheroes and it's fucking just Really on point. Um, but yeah, the show's great. It takes place in modern day, follows up on the graphic novel. The Zack Snyder movie was cool too, but this is my watchman plug because I got okay, you yeah. in. I knew you were going to do it. I, dude, I'm so hyped the finale's tonight. Hell yeah. Just like, my girlfriend's been watching it with me not because she wants to or because I asked her to <laughs> but because I'm at her apartment. I'm like I'm watching this and yeah. she's
1: like Because okay. I'm forcing
2: her to. She's like, okay,
1: I guess well, I'm here for it. And she's like, that blue guy is pretty cool. Like, I,
0: she's <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know.
1: You know it's funny is I actually have a hard time watching a lot of the comic book stuff me too. because, I'm not because my girlfriend is the opposite. She's a huge ah, she comic works. nerd yep. and like you know she's like worked in comic shops and knows all this stuff and she's the type of person that god bless her i love you you're not watching this Yes, it's totally fine but she's very much like she can't let things just be things yeah so it's very much like a like a you know this is a problem because it doesn't relate to that's the first time i've ever seen that happen we do make it pretty hot the camera just <laughs> told me that the back. the camera just did a thing that said internal temperature too hot. Got to cool down. This room yeah. So I I guess through. I guess the camera's going to cool down. I could keep talking. It's fine. A, the audio is still going. I put a lot of heat out. I'm sorry. But uh yes, yeah, she's very much uh she knows too much. So sometimes it can be hard <laughs> to watch the much. watch the stuff with her. Yeah. Yeah, I get that.
2: It's I'm not like a huge comic guy. Certain it's just certain pieces of media regardless of John really like will like grab me and I just get way too into it. I'm just like, yeah, this is fucking sweet. You know, I'm definitely doing it with this show, but what's it's, one of your favorite large.
1: albums of this year? I'm interviewing Ooh, there you. There you go. Go. Oh, my favorite album of this year, Bentney. Yeah.
2: You don't okay. know Yeah, mm-hmm. it,
1: it, yeah. Bentney is a really, really cool rock band that is really hard to pin down. Yeah. Like if you're into like really just out like left field rock. Okay. Check out that sweet. Um, yeah, I believe the name of the album is "You Don't Know What They Mean" or so, it's something like that. Where are they based out of? This uh, bent knee. I don't know where bent knee is from. They're American. I could tell you that. Uh, like, uh, uh, how about you, Mike? Now I'm interviewing you. What's
0: your favorite album this year?
2: I don't know. I, this is the thing I do every year. Is by the end of the year, I realize that I haven't been listening to anything that's been released in bent, 2019. Me too. <laughs> I'm always listening to shit from the year. Benton
1: E is from Boston. Like cool. Let me see. I Boston. You know, yes. since the since the camera's off, and since we have like a little bit of Good downtime here, I'll just Boston. I'll play you just a, a snippet of a Benton Nissan. Yeah, oh, play that, and then we'll let that camera warm up, and then we'll we'll get we'll get a little bit of extra time in here. I'm gonna try to figure out
2: what music came out in 2019 uh, that I listened to. Uh, so,
1: could uh, okay, we could do this? Ta-da! Nice. And then mm-hmm. I believe the audio should be working. Yep. Yeah.
0: Cool. Hell yeah. Uh, I love a good music video.
2: Oh shit, there's a music
1: video over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is wild. <laughs> the, pro- the production stuff is so cool. It's like so... Was, thick. What was that like Lake Erie? The there's so much
0: layering. Ooh. Uh oh, her shoes are gonna get all full of sand. <laughs> we just started a podcast where we just commentary on music videos, but like, you're con- she's gonna get so much sand just in concerned. her shoes. You're like concerned about the logistics of. <laughs> Oh no It's gonna be all over in her hair I like this though Yeah this is tight um...
1: Damn So yeah this album is Fucking great yeah. Oh wait I'll let it keep playing cause there's this sick synth That comes in here It just gets real thick Mmm Yeah, this is
2: difficult to, like, categorize, though. Nice. Oh, shit.
0: damn
2: yeah right. yeah well I'm gonna have to look this up again <laughs> nice thick well that blazer too is just sand everywhere <laughs>
1: i wish i wish the camera was getting that but like the fucking like their songwriting is so cool because they like yeah they pack so much into like these songs like this fucking song isn't very long it's only it's a five minute song but it feels like fucking 10 minutes this is a a pretty significant change that's
2: gonna drop Ooh. All right.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, it's they're very very good band. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I got d-
0: lost in that for a second. Yeah, yeah, I was no, like, It's Ooh. No. <laughs>
1: No, it was, this was one of those things that like, um, so of all people, um, so I play in a metal band called Grey Walker mm-hmm. and my bass player doesn't listen to music like this at all. Mm-hmm. And somehow it came across his radar and he was like, Hey, I came across this thing. I think you would like it Yeah, and just send it to me. I was like, Holy fuck. Like he sent me this video. My brain was just like fucking toast, dude. I was like, <laughs> I cannot fucking believe that yeah, I've never heard this band before. Yeah. They're, they're fucking super cool. Um, <laughs> greet death put out one of my yeah, favorite records of
2: the that's, year that was going to be i was going to say that album new hell is
0: just fucking perfect yep. like so good and uh fk twigs put out a pretty oh
1: dude that yeah. fucking fk twigs record is yeah. nuts yeah that um i don't think i listened. that it. fallen alien song yeah. is fucking unbelievable that's another song that's just like it's a short track and it just goes yeah all yeah. over there's the like place there's like
0: been so many good pittsburgh releases too been a lot like of so. insane string machine that there, short fiction's record I, they're gonna blow the fuck up i
2: have a so i i just looked at what my actual 2019 listens are and it's definitely that greet death album uh and then uh <laughs> better oblivion Community sayer that yeah. fucking phoebe Bridgers connor over's project i love that album i listened to that album a shitload this year and i feel kind of like it's a guilty pleasure, but at the same time, like, it's really well written. Mm-hmm. And, like, their voices together are
0: great. The Dive record was good this year, too.
2: I'm I'm still warming up to it. I'm going yeah. back and forth because what I was I telling you? It was like Dive, but it sounded it's like Cloakroom. Yeah, it sounded like more like, oh, it sounded like nothing. Yeah, nothing. It like Dance on the Blacktop.
0: Yeah, the, uh, the, those songs, the Dive ones, are yeah. growing on me though. And then
2: the Jason put out a new album this year, and her new
0: album is, like, super, there we super go. Good. Oh, yeah we're, we're back. back we're back mm-hmm. but there's been so many like pittsburgh releases that have just blown up this year bands like string machine short fictions they're like pittsburghs being put on the map a little bit you know getting some like one of the editors from pitchfork is like got his eye on all these emo bands in oakland you know <laughs> and it's pretty cool there's going to be a lot of a lot of cool stuff going on here yeah right
1: so now. we're thinking about rebranding and we're just gonna. <laughs> so there's in there's oakland. There's uh there's two things. Uh, one was I was like having a a thought recently about how you remember when like cities used to have sounds, yeah, yeah, and like before the internet, yeah, and the, yeah, that's one of those things where it's like the internet has completely like homogenized a lot of things. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. and it was that, like East West Coast and West Coast hardcore. Yeah, yep.
1: Yeah. And now everything just sounds the same because everybody's like so more concerned with what's going on in the outside world yeah. versus what's going on in their bubble.
2: Well, and it's like everybody, everybody in a particular city has the ability to put their
0: music up there, too. So it's like you're hearing everything. And also, right? uh, like, so even if there was maybe one niche previously, also now trends just, come and go. Yeah. That's another thing, too, is like everybody's kind of hopping whenever there's a wave instead of there being like, excuse me instead of there being like a regional sound or something like that, that people like stuck to, which is still happening, I think in like hardcore, um, there's, you know, Pittsburgh has its own beat down sound, you know, like bands like face wreck yeah. and enemy mind and stuff like that. Yeah. Like yeah. people call that the Pittsburgh sound, Yeah. um, that bands like New York in New York city, like detain. And, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of some, a band called tsunami out in the West coast. Uh, they are like just you know take ripping that sound off. But that used to be like more prevalent prevalent in a lot of bands, you know, and across different genres. Yeah. You know, I, I like that it's still there in the hardcore scene. Um, but as far as everything else, it's kind of like, you know, these trends come and go. Everything's like, you know, memes are like popular for a week. There was a and then they're not, you know, everything everything's so mm-hmm. quick, touch and go, and 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 then it's here and gone and so are these music trends a lot of the time and that's like bands don't i feel like have the staying power they used to It weeds out the good from the bad you know true you know the ones that do stay they are good yeah (laughs) but uh you know i haven't like heard an arcade fire come out you know like a new band like that that has a huge cultural impact i mean
2: that i can there's think that of. big resurgence of uh emo in 20 in like the 2010s like coming out of philly and jersey right
0: right shit like emo uh, revival happened and went yeah in with,
2: yeah, with, yeah like all those bands know? was kind of like you know like modern baseball and like the front
0: palms even the world shit. is like, yeah like yep. that came and went and i mean they're still doing stuff yeah they're around but the emo revival came and went and you know some bands to bring back that emo sound and like make it new and fresh and that it wasn't just taking from that i think short fictions here in pittsburgh it's like one of the bands that is carrying that torch yeah in the country they're they're getting on the radar of bigger publications and stuff and then they're hell there might even be a new emo revival because of bands like them and mm-hmm. origami angel and all those uh, all those people but that's all it takes is one band locking oh, a yeah. sound that actually and it takes repair. one Pitchfork music editor. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. This is the recipe. Focus. You need one kid- band.
1: Just kidding. right about my have, band if you want to. That'd be tight. <laughs> <laughs> have you either? Have either of you given any thought to your favorite album of the decade? Ah, uh, that's too
2: much pressure. That's so
1: so many I I I went through the trouble of putting together my my top 10 list. I did it. I feel like I am
2: obligated the, to do it at yeah. some point, but it's just I like,
1: honestly I spent maybe a half hour. I just thought about like the albums that I could think off the top of my head really quick that I didn't have yeah. to like just went through it. I had a list of like 15 and then I was just, like I, just, I
0: never do that cuz I'm not very good at it, but right off the top of my head without giving any more thought and not burning any more brain cells because i'm dumb uh, i think it'd be ocean by dive i think that yeah. was like the uh one of the albums that kind of changed um I, ca- I went through a lot of like yeah, no, waves of stuff wave there, there was like i was listening to a certain kind of music and then i saw the band pelican live when i was like 18 and like a post metal i was listening to a lot yeah. of like um not that and then i saw them and i was like that kind of changed things for me you know kind of changed the trajectory of my music taste and then i heard um age of winners by the sword oh and that (laughs) i mean that doesn't count for 2010 i know 2020 yeah like like in the aughts that was that that was another album that that kind of changed things for me and then in you know recently getting into dream pop and getting Mm -hmm. into shoegaze and stuff like that i think um Ocean by Dive was one of the albums that I was like I was like oh wow. It's like that that is a sound that I want to try to uh to replicate or like use. It took me longer to warm up. I love I love that album more than anything now,
2: but it took me a while to get there. And that was me for um Clash of the Truth by Beach Fossils was like that was the thing that did the yeah. exact same thing for me. Pulled me into this kind of like sound and this genre that I wasn't really as aware was like happening. Yeah, same. same.
0: That's where I was too. I didn't even know it was like a thing yeah, yeah
2: and then i and then it was like i think it was like my sophomore year in college is when i really started getting into that album and i would just like sit in my room and like smoke and play video games and just listen to it like on repeat like all the time just like listening to i also think another
0: album it's hard for me it might be banned instead of Uh-oh. uh would be deaf heaven mm. their uh sunbather was another album that was around that time 2012 2013 that like was kind of like i was like holy shit Hear some new sounds, you know. Sure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I was listening to like Black Gaze kind of before that bands like Lantilos and Alcest and stuff, um, which I still do love. But um that album I guess I was I didn't know, you know, the taste maker pitchfork bullshit. That was like around the time that a lot of these bands I started getting into that kind of culture, like the you know, online um hip. Dave Haven definitely got pulled into that. Into yet, that. It was it that showed me that like, you know, when you're hearing a black metal band on NPR. That's kind of like <laughs> the time I was like, okay, you know, music is the landscape and what I thought it was kind of changed. That's a me. good point. Yeah, like kinda, realizing
2: that with have Haven really fucked me up too. Was it, like, it, was like, it was like it was like
0: it changed what music could be, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, oh my god, I can Start a black metal band and maybe I could, you know, headline a festival. Yeah, make it that's
1: not whacking See, it's, it's or something, all, you know. With like, Death Heaven, it was all like, and I hate using terms like this, but I feel like they were really smart with the way that they put out Sunbather in terms of how they like the marketing and how it looked and the yeah. image yeah. that they presented themselves as. Cause I mean, it looks like a fucking Tame Impala album cover yeah. or something, yeah. but it's like, and even not. like, even like New
0: Bermuda, I think I like New Bermuda more than Sunbather, but Sunbather was the one that kind of like, Speaking of Tame Impala, let me just reiterate that I hate the some or the new Def Evan record. So <laughs> I don't hate it, but I don't think it's great. And uh, but they put out a single after that that's a heater, and there's like no shoegaze in it. It's all just like straight metal, and I loved it. So hopefully that's the route they go. But it was just like at that time, at that time for me, and like kind of getting into a transitional period between bands and where I kind of wanted to go. And uh, I was playing in like a hardcore band at the time, and um, really kind of changed my you know, direction it kind of changed my thought of what music could be, or like uh, as as far as even like a career. It's like I'm sh- listening to a band that my mom's like, "What is?" This? It's just screaming and blast beats. You know, <laughs> I was like, "It's on NPR." You know, it's on like these. Yeah, these well, sites, mom, it's on NPR. You, you know, like, you can it's just like, shut up. <laughs> I didn't know that, like they, you know, these major outlets were covering hit music or like this music. A, all that, things considered, all right. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah. you know, nobody's covering the kind of music I'm it was not like good hardcore that i was playing yeah it was like nobody was covering that kind of stuff and i was like well i want to do something that's going to kind of like you know has more artistic value because the kind of you know i think that real hardcore like it has a lot of artistic value not the stuff that i was doing at the time Mm -hmm. so um i it it made me want to do more made me want to be like uh have more of a uh meaning behind what i'm doing uh maybe more meaning for other people when they listen to it more of like a immersive experience or that's why what we get a lot in flower crown is that it's like people say that it's kind of like transports you to a place um a bad place (laughs) a better place than where you are (laughs) kind of thing and i think that's kind of like what i was going for it's like you listen to it and it's very easy to kind of zone out very easy to kind of like put yourself in a, in a different place. It's kind of what I was doing when I was writing. I wasn't in a super good place mentally and I wanted to put out something that was extremely chill and calm because I
1: wasn't. Instead of leaning into the darkness. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, some of the lyrics are pretty sad um, amongst the happy thing, but that's, I don't think that's the point because you can't even understand what I'm saying. It's so washed out that it doesn't even matter, but it's about putting yourself in a different place and, I wanted to write something that I would like to listen to myself. Yeah. So if I was like having a bad time, I could just listen to it. It kind of drones on. It's very floaty. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of the idea of what I had behind it. And, and going back to the album of the decade or whatever, Ocean, it was around that time that my idea of what music could be for me and other people changed. And that's yeah. why I think that was a big album for me. Oh, that album so good. How about you?
1: Chelsea Wolf Abyss? Okay. Yeah.
0: Nice. Yeah. Chelsea Wolf is is wild. I who she tore with. I was gonna go see. It's like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Came through Pittsburgh. I can't remember. Yeah, uh,
1: that album was like everything that I love about heavy music and like dark electronic music. Yeah smashed together and yep. it was <laughs> i guess i couldn't stop listening to that yeah. fucking album those sergeant
0: house bands are all
1: yeah they're all good yeah, yeah. All good. yeah that's
2: probably the best feeling though when you can't like you sit down in your car you sit down at your desk and you're like what do i put on and there's just one album that you just oh, yeah. can't fucking stop no listening yeah to.
1: it's i just i couldn't believe yeah. it it was like one of those things when like the singles were dropping from that album and yeah. like 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 literally like spine tingling for me and like just who who I am as a person I yeah. like what the fuck is she doing yep. this is mm-hmm. so sick and then I saw I saw her play on that tour two times and both the shows were just like fucking oh, incredible sure. fucking incredible the one I saw her in Philly at some like really I forget the name of it but it was like this really small spot like a club cafe mm. type Vibe. I mean, it was a little bit bigger, but like you know, super low stage, really easy to get close, and like you were just in it, and it was so like intimate. the sound was so fucking good. It was. I love like, when those shows are like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Such a How nice about surprise. you?
0: Album of the decade. Um. Oh, didn't you say Clash the Truth? Honestly,
2: like so. It's it's weird because for a while I definitely would have, without a doubt, said Clash the Truth for many of the same reasons that you listed, Ocean. Um, like I just hadn't heard, like the way that beach fossil stacks, like these, like kind of arpeggiating guitar riffs and all this stuff, everything's very washed out. Like it, it did, it did something different for me, but like, honestly, like, uh, in the past couple of years, I got really, really into Japanese breakfast. Um, their album soft sounds from another planet. So I saw them for the first time live in Philly at, I think uh, union Transfer or something like that, <laughs> which I recently learned used to be a spaghetti warehouse. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hell Yeah. And
2: <laughs> their lead singer – their lead singer, she used to work there at the coat check. And so this oh, was that's like a so huge cool. like homecoming show because they're like big now. And it was a homecoming show for them. And I'd never seen them. And she was just like so like sincerely into it, right? And like it was like a very – like her parents were there. And I could tell like it, it had this energy. It was this emotional thing. And they played their set. And I was just like – I was floored. And if you go and you listen to that um, there's such a variety of things that they do with their sound throughout the course of it. Like there are punk influences. They're like – it i think overall for me it it kind of encapsulates what i think of dream pop as cuz it's like they're able to kind of navigate the space between so many different genres and influences but maintain this overall like kind of undertone of like floatiness of transporting you to another space and like so it's like while probably for the first uh you know x amount of years of this decade i would have said class of the truth at this point i'm like fuck man like there there's something about uh soft sounds that really sends me and her voice is also just like the most like extraordinary fucking thing. When
0: like, did uh, uh Hurry Up We're Dreaming by M83 come out? Oh, because yeah. that might there be go. like it's if like, that,
2: if like, that, that like, was in the this, same deck. you started <laughs> thinking about it. You're like, well, wait a second Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: no, that's a That was yo, 20 uh, That new M83 album is really cool. Well, Have a soundtrack to it yet. one? Was it a soundtrack to a movie? Um it's whatever came out this year. It was I like like it was like a try it. Yeah, I think that's a soundtrack to a movie um google google, google. help google. me out but i google. think her, i think oh her, man that i think hurry up we're dreaming was 2011 or 12 okay
0: that is another I think that, like is so it, it was so massive sounding that that i've always been a fan of that the massive huge walls of sound huge transporting to another place dream like kind of stuff I've always and that been, is a,
1: saturday's equal youth is a
0: Fucking Amazing. masterpiece. Um, dude. Yes, yeah. And Saturdays Equal Youth, the uh uh Oh my god. Yeah, Hurry
1: Up We're Dreamings 2011. Okay. yeah. That that, that could be Because yeah, <laughs> like... the one that I'm talking about. Yeah, this DSV S V two thing. That's uh, the newest one. This one. This. Yeah, I, yeah. I yeah that. I'm pretty is that it sounds like a soundtrack. It sounds like a fucking like yeah. So yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it is a soundtrack. I don't know, Let's but see, you should probably bring it to Wikipedia while
2: we're here. Yeah,
1: it's the eighth <laughs> studio album by French Electronic Music. Oh, well, then I got to give that up. <laughs> by French Electronic Music Band, M83. Yeah, there
0: it is. <laughs> No, nah, but they've always been so good at just, like, creating <clears throat> these uh, spaces. Soundscapes. Yeah.
1: yeah, this is yeah. a really – it's a really cool record. It doesn't sound anything at all yeah. like the other stuff. It's a lot mm. more, like, vintage sounding. But I think it's, like – I think they used all actual, like, analog synthesizers e. on it. And whatever gimmick they want to throw yeah, on it. Right. But uh, it's what yeah, it that, like. that was another – It's a really uh, good album. Album that, like
0: – change things for me too. you
2: also can't talk about anything is so that i feel like currents needs to be like currently like, <laughs> yeah and we've talked it took about me this. a while to get entertainment it Impala, did too bro. but like at the point where i started to appreciate currents is like that is yeah. like we said before that's, this is some magnum opus shit mm, like they yeah. that is them just like and and they put out so much i saw them also in philly this past summer and i was just like I don't know. I was completely floored by the performance. Like current
1: fucking sound. Yeah. Currents is really sick and I'm wow. really excited for uh, the um What's the new, the slow fade or whatever? Yeah, the, the new album's yeah, coming yeah. out. The, there's a single that they put out recently. Yeah, I know they f- recently Awesome, they're so good. I didn't know they were Australian either until oh yeah, that new um, King
0: Gizzard record that came out this year though. Infest the
1: Rat's Nest. You ever listen to that? No, I, that, that's a band that I need to sit down and do a deep dive with. You'd
0: so like so got good. Got I mean, like. they've they've changed a lot. Their sound changes a lot. Like, I love their early record, uh, Float Along, Fill Your Lungs. It's a little more like traditional psychedelic rock. Um, yeah. There's some like acoustic stuff on there. And then they go like very deep into the very psychedelic sounding, you know, uh, around the time they put out like five albums in a year. And then um, they, you know, Nonagon Infinity is like they one of their like really big ones around that time that uh highlights that very psychedelic sound in your mind fuzz is like a really in your mind fuzz is a really good record um there's a few in there that i'm not a huge fan of um when you release that many records yeah it's like it's, not, year, all it's, like, be old, it's not all gonna
1: be uh flying old. microtonal bananas a neat experiment it's it, a little abrasive for funny, my ears. it's like where this kind of loops back to something we were talking about at the beginning of the conversation and just like there being good songs that you write and not mm-hmm. so good songs and not releasing everything that you put out like, I've always had... Some people heat. just do, though. Yeah, like, just like, fucking, fucking Omo Rodriguez Lopez, fucking yeah. Mars Volta dude. Like, yeah. he just releases every single thing exactly. that he does. It and stopped. it's like, why? Yeah. Well, it's
2: interesting, though, because you'll find people, though, that, like, will heavily fuck with some of the things in that catalog that you're like, no, no. And that's exactly it for them. There's like, something out there for everyone. John yeah. Darnielle, the Mountain Goats, they've been going since like the late 80s. And he's, he does the same shit, just, just shits out records like constantly. Yeah. And they're all like wildly different, you know.
0: But that, that new uh, King Wizard record, yeah. to, to reiterate, was uh, it's all just like thrash metal it's great it's like such a far cry from anything Didn't
2: they do that 80s thing too remember the the music video with like the
0: robots and shit that uh, oh that was on uh, fishing was for one? fishies which was another album they put out this year which was uh <laughs> i think it was this year uh which was like such a far cry from the the stuff before we- it like the they had like a five album stretch of just super psychedelic shit um and then they have an album that just has a lot of like bluesy rock on it, which is like kind of what I liked what they did. And then they came out with Infest the Rat's Nest, and it's like really? fast. It's Hair like Metallica models. if you like it. Metallica. Cool.
2: Can we get lit. your top ten King Gizzard albums twenty
0: nineteen? Twenty nineteen. I need to, what yeah. your top ten. I, I yeah. don't know. No, definitely <laughs> an interesting band. Um, and uh, they cover a lot of ground in respect to a band that can like put out five records in a year and
1: also tour yeah the whole time that's no, that's fucking crazy it's like nope tired thinking about it <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know.
0: my old body
1: so speaking of getting tired we're an hour 20 in all right oh, shit. i think that we've fucking done this yeah i keep shit about so rock and roll us. for a while but we could uh I think if there's anything more to say about flower crowns, that's oh, yeah. why we're that's here. We're just, here keep, just
0: keep about. an eye out. We got uh, we got stuff coming up in the next year that's going to be fucking huge,
1: dude. This this uh, photo actually looks like a shot from that Benton E-Music video we were just <laughs> yeah, watching. Yeah, it kind of does. Oddly I enough. Know, yeah.
0: Kaylee Frisk, yes. She that's her foot, and she also took the picture. Mm-hmm. I don't know how she did it. She was like, I don't know how I did it. Technology. It was, yeah. <laughs> I don't even. Think she, I don't even remember. I thought she was like, I didn't even have a tripod or something. It was something. like one of her high school projects or something. Yeah, like. and we went through her. She does like great work, and we were going through her, um, her Instagram, and she was like, pick something you like, and you know,
2: <laughs> we're like, this
0: one. This, this one's, one's like pretty cool. Yeah, with the the foot.
2: She's like, he picked like literally the oldest thing
0: that <laughs> yeah. I have. No, I love it though. Yeah, it's so, cool, cool, cool yeah. image. But thank you so much for having us. Yeah, yeah. thank you, man. Thanks for coming by Thanks and chatting. For the beers. Fucking, the awesome. Beers. Hell yeah. yeah
1: let's uh let's do this outro. Actually, before I do that, where can people find Flower Crown on the internet?
0: Um, we're on all streaming platforms. Uh Bandcamp
1: Deezer. Flower <laughs>
0: Flower Crown Band.bandcamp.com. Spotify. Spotify. Apple Music. Yep. The whole the whole, whole shebang. Shout out, out. <laughs> uh Connor at Crafted Sounds. They're the label that we're on. He does like a lot of good stuff for the community and he's uh taking us on mm-hmm. and um he's going to be a big part of what we do next year and look out for South by Southwest. States. If you come through and do a podcast, these are not
2: coasters, these are stickers. <laughs> I spent this whole time being like, ah, oh, this is not a coaster. I just That's
1: okay.
0: Up. You can <laughs>
1: I'll take my coaster sticker. Yeah, take it's your good. coaster it's sticker, good, like, please. Please take it. Put it on something saying. that needs something sticky. Give me
0: one more excellent with the guitar
1: solo. Ah, excellent. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all, folks. Thanks so much for listening one more time. Richie. Thank you so much. Mike. Flower Crown. Thanks for being here. I'll be back again in a couple days with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the Beat 2020. I don't I used to be yeah. 2019. I don't want to say 2020. Uh, I feel like it's 2020. 2020 <laughs> Mad Dog man. 2020. It's, like fucking up. it's fucking up my whole cadence for my outro. Shit's <laughs> getting real cyberpunk Yeah, <laughs> man. Fuck. Anyways, well, woo, woo. that's all. Thanks for listening. Peace out, everybody. Get that slow fade. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. It oh. was fun. Thanks, gentlemen.
0: Thank you. Yeah, thanks uh, for having us, uh, man. Uh, uh, uh,